Anzac Day, we remember the brave Australians who've served in the Australian and New Zealand armed forces for over 100 years. On the 25th of April 1915, Australians and New Zealanders, the Anzacs, were part of the historic landing on the Turkish Gallipoli Peninsula. During the ill-fated eight-month-long campaign that followed, these men displayed courage, endurance, initiative, discipline and mateship. Such qualities came to be called the Anzac Spirit. Nine Australians and one New Zealander were awarded the Victoria Cross at Gallipoli. He was getting old and paunchy, his hair was falling fast. Recounting at the RSL stories from his past. Of a war that he had fought in and the deeds that he'd seen done by the boys of his battalion. They were heroes, everyone. Let us also acknowledge the Australian nurses, where in World War I, 25 died in service. Australian women are also recorded as having provided support on the front line as drivers and also translators. Who fired the first shot? Colonel John Perdue is credited with the first salvo, marking Australia's entry into World War I. His historic shot was fired from the fort at Port Nepean in August 1914. The SS Faltz, a cargo ship, was steaming towards Port Phillip Heads to escape Australia as war had been declared. John Perdue fired the warning shot and it was effective. Faltz changed course and Captain Culkin and his crew surrendered and were taken prisoners. So it was an Australian who fired the first shot after war had been declared. Very few Australians know that the first significant Australian action of World War I was the Australian Naval and Military Expeditionary Forces landing at Rabaul in September of 1914. These forces took possession of German New Guinea at Toma, also in September 1914, and of the neighbouring islands of the Bismarck Archipelago in October of 1914. On the 9th of November 1914, the Royal Australian Navy made a major contribution when HMAS Sydney destroyed the German raider SMS Emden. At Bitterpaka in 1914, we saw an amazing act of gallantry. Billy Williams was shot in the stomach and collapsed on a jungle road. Army doctor Captain Brian Pockley rushed to his aid and quickly realised the seriously wounded Williams needed to be taken back to the HMAS Berrimer. Captain Pockley took off his Red Cross armband and gave it to the reservist carrying Williams as cover from German fire. Well, no longer with that protection, the doctor himself was shot and wounded. Williams and Pockley were both taken back to the Berrimer. Sadly, they died within an hour of each other. The four Australians killed in this action were the first of the 60,000 Australian troops to fall in the First World War. 
The greatest loss of life and Australia's first major casualty event of the war was on September 14 when the submarine AE-1 disappeared off the coast of New Britain with all 35 members of her crew. Certainly the horrors of Gallipoli surpassed those of our first battles. However, these were Australia's first engagements fighting together as Australians. George Clemenceau, Prime Minister of France, after the Battle of Le Hamel in 1918, standing with Australian troops and Lieutenant General Sir John Monash, said, When the Australian Army came to France, the French people expected a great deal of you. We knew that you would fight, a real fight, but we did not know that from the beginning you would astonish the whole continent. I shall go back tomorrow and say to my countrymen, I have seen the Australians, I have looked into their faces, I know that these men will fight alongside us again until the cause for which we are all fighting is safe for us and our children. Anzac spirit, which embodies the values of courage, endurance, mateship and sacrifice, is an important aspect of Anzac Day. These values continue to be celebrated and honoured on this day and are seen as a symbol of what it means to be an Australian. So as we gather to mark this special day, let us take a moment to remember also the families of our service members. They too have made sacrifices and have often borne the burden of their loved ones' absences. Finally, I share this Douglas Stewart poem. 
We did not bury him deep enough. Break up the monument, open the tomb, strip off the flags and the flowers and let us look at him plainly, naked man. Greet him with silence since all the speeches were lies. Clothe him in fresh khaki, hand him a rifle and turn him loose to wander the city streets where eyes so quickly inured to death's accoutrement will hardly spare him a glance, equipped to die for us. You see that fellow with the grin, one eye on the girls, the other on the pub, his uniform shabby already? Well, don't let him hear us, but he is the unknown soldier. They just let him out. They say he lives forever. They put him away with flowers and flags and forget him, but he always comes when they want him. He does the fighting. forget. <laughs> 